SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. Dr. Claude Kabemba, who's the executive director of the Southern Africa Resource Watch. It is a pan-African research and advocacy institution uh, that invests in the promotion of good governance and natural resources on the continent. Uh, Dr. Kabemba, thank you so much for this evening for joining us. Really, really do appreciate it. I guess perhaps let's start here. Every single year, African leaders meet at various parts on the continent, right? Predominantly, they meet in Cape Town at what is called the Mining in Daba. At some point, they meet in other countries like Angola that has a similar uh, conference taking place. In fact, in a few weeks, Namibia will be hosting the Namibia Energy Conference where a lot of big heads, uh, a lot of heads of states will be joining in the conversation about the natural resources of this continent. But at no point does illicit trade and smuggling make it to the top of the agenda of that conversation yet, these heads of states know about the action, uh, the illicit action taking place. Why do you think it has been an uh, avoided conversation uh, amongst nation states? And I don't want to single out Zimbabwe just yet, because it is clear that Zimbabwe is not the only country on the continent vulnerable to resource, uh, to mineral smuggling and money laundering related to that. Dr. Kabemba, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm going to just jump straight into that first question I asked, which I think you yeah. may not have heard. I've heard, I heard it. Uh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Right and at it. Why do you think... Congratulations for your, your, your show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Look, I think uh, uh, you, there are many factors uh, that uh, contribute to illicit and uh, illegal trade in uh, our minerals. And the fact that uh, uh, a number of our leaders and countries that are affected by this do not want to speak about it or do not not feature prominently in some of uh, the key... uh, uh, conversations that take place on the continent. Uh, I'm also uh, totally agree that it's not uh, a phenomenon uh, uh, only to Zimbabwe. Yeah, it's happening across the continent and to all most of our countries. Uh, there are factors to that. One is uh, the type of leadership that. Uh, uh, is managing our countries yeah. that uh, interfere in the management of natural resources. And that interference is uh, mostly to control revenues, which is used for personal uh, enrichment, but also to control political uh, uh, politics and to remain in power. And you see that in most countries, uh, the incumbent leader has its eyes focused on natural resources because yeah. it's the only uh, source of revenues for the state. You remember that before, there were a lot of money from donor countries coming into development in our countries. That has stopped. What we see now is uh, more uh, political leaders focusing on controlling uh, uh, these mineral resources uh, for, for some of their personal enrichment and also to control 
uh, political politics in the country so that they can remain in power. That's one. Uh, secondly, is um, it's just the, the easy access to power mm. that uh, we see across the continent. That um, uh, uh, for people around the, the, the our, our our leadership can easily or the, the, the system can even be penetrated by criminals. And uh, for all the system of, uh, uh, of easy uh, access to revenue to leaders that uh, want to remain in power, but uh, when you then uh, are able to, to do it outside, outside the confines of the state. Mm. The third one is really the the weakness of our 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 intelligence system, our security system, our capacity for our police to to to, to investigate and to arrest. Uh, it's a it's a it's a very sensitive area. We find that uh, uh, even our intelligence services, our security forces, the police are relatively um, uh, subtler to interfere when these type of things we saw in Zimbabwe happening. Then uh, certainly to answer directly your question is not on the table for discussion because the leaders are involved. Uh, they are in the line to, to control and access revenues from these resources and it's very difficult for them to put uh, issues that uh, uh, that in which the, 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 they've turned the state into a criminal into a criminal structure mm. to be discussed and they're involved I think uh, 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 that's uh, uh, that's the main issue. The main reason is that the, most of the, our countries, when you look in Southern Africa, with few exceptions, maybe of Botswana and Namibia, but across the spectrum, our, there is a strong political interference in the management of natural resources. And uh, you can, in fact, name names of people who've got interest in the extraction of minerals. But our constitution, our legal framework, have involved them that are very good in most of our countries, but the implementation has been very weak. So it's more uh, political control of the resources that is uh, responsible for what we are seeing and what we've seen in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So what, what then are you saying is a solution to that, a depoliticization of mineral resources? Is that what you're suggesting? And I asked that because to a lot of people, um, that may not bode well given that there are conversations in various parts of the continent, South Africa included, where there are conversations like the ownership of the mines by the people, right? The nationalization of mines. And if you look at countries such as Congo and Rwanda, that the entire political destabilizations of those regimes is as a result of mineral resources. Um, and there too is a deep culture of smuggling of resources and currencies, um, cross at, uh, you know, cross-border crimes, effectively what we're talking about here. Uh, that means there needs to be a coordinated political effort amongst member states of, I don't know, the various 
economic blocks or the various, uh, you know, geopolitical blocks. It could be the AU, it could be ECOWAS, to be able to curb these things, right? Are you saying that we need to depoliticize the control of mineral resources? Definitely. I think it's one that needs to be done, but uh, the depoliticization will not happen uh, automatically. Uh, my sense is that there is, uh, uh, we need to build the capacity of our states uh, to be able to, to regulate, to enforce uh, the, 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 the laws, to to monitor and uh, to, uh, to, to arrest and to sanction. That capacity of the state does not exist, and it does not exist deliberately because of the mm. nature of the corruption that exists within the state and uh, led by the, the political elite. So the capture of the, 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 the mineral sector by politics is uh, is the most and for me big problem that we need to deal with. Mm, and mm. we can our, then we, we can another thing that we, we are the, our democratization process that uh, was supposed to empower people to hold this politically to account is very problematic and insufficient in many levels that most people due to internal political allegiance through ethnicity, through uh, many other factors, are divided over corrupt elites. And uh, one would expect it in front of such uh, uh, problems and uh, evidence that people together will rise against uh, this type of uh, leadership and, uh, and protect these resources, which are finite, yeah. as we exploit them, we deplete them, the mineral resources are our capital, and we cannot misuse the capital. Otherwise, we will continue to 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 remain in poverty, and we cannot have revenues to invest in infrastructure and development. But uh, look, my sense is that uh, when we, we take the, uh, uh, the exploitation, uh, 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 you take the gold case, uh, and my sense is that from the DRC, that uh, when you look at uh, countries that are extracting gold, extract, uh, gold in Southern Africa, they should take that. You have uh, South Africa, Zimbabwe, DRC, uh, to some extent, uh, uh, Uganda. Uh, and Tanzania. My sense is that most of this gold are traded uh, very in a very illicit way, and uh, the perilous of our borders uh, uh, ensure that the trade happens across countries, and I will not be surprised if the Zimbabwean gold include gold from other countries Yeah, uh, uh, that passes through Zimbabwe and uh, through South Africa to Dubai and so on, because uh, certainly 
Uh, Zambia also is a gold-producing uh, country uh, until two years ago. So we 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 are having problems, and my sense is that we must also build the capacity of um, um, our uh, collaboration between um, intelligent services in these countries to be able to to share information around uh, uh, illicit trade and uh, uh, across the region and the continent. The sense I have, uh, uh, Oliver, is that we we, we might want to... The issue of uh, nationalization of mines uh, will not resolve those type of problems. Uh, Mm. The the, the problem will have to be resolved through good governance and accountability. And we need to put in place systems that hold people to account that, and to ensure that uh, political uh, politics does not interfere mm. in the management of these resources. And we put people who are responsible enough to understand their responsibility, the, the importance of the sector that has been given to them uh, to manage on behalf of the people. My sense is that uh, 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 the level of uh, responsibility uh, from all of us, I think we need to be able to 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 to, to do an introspection as Africans. To some extent, I think it cannot just be political elite. My sense is across uh, our structures, including ourselves in society, uh, there is such a level of uh, responsibility, of uh, necessary and accepting uh, negative values uh, to cope up in our system that allow things like this to continue to happen. Because normally, if you have been elected uh, there is a constitution, you've agreed to serve the people. What we saw and what we are seeing across our region, across our continent, is totally unacceptable. And mm. you can't just propose a solution which is uh, one which is effective and uh, which will resolve this problem. It's a set of interventions, uh, uh, both in terms of accessible uh, uh, values, people that um I'm managing uh, public uh, affairs. I have mm. to to do it with uh, integrity uh, and also for future generation. My sense is that when we see, when we, we do the things we do uh, for immediate satisfaction, we destroy the future uh, the future generation ability to survive and uh, to, to 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 benefit from this depleting resources. So mm. my sense is that it will be difficult to get just one uh, intervention. It has to be a set of interventions. Mm. Uh, one of the things you also see on the continent is simply that we are not even able to, to know. Uh, we don't have information on the geological, uh, geological information of our mingos. Mm, you go mm. to Zimbabwe, it will be very difficult for somebody to tell you what, how much reserves Zimbabwe has in gold and how much really 
artisanal miners are extracting every day. What we have are estimations. So that capacity of the state to do just the, 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 the obvious small important things is not there. Also, the way we fund contracts. And uh, uh, what we've seen, even if, if it's not smuggling, we are seeing in the gold mafia, is something which uh, resembles to something legal, but which is, uh, which is also a capture of our resources because under this type of contract we sign, we, 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 there are a lot of issues of around corruption yeah, yeah. that we are able to sell out cheaply our resources. Uh, 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 so when you want to see how much we are losing, it's not just through illicit uh, 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 trade we are seeing, but it's also through legal uh, system where we are able to quantify what we have and we are incapable of signing contracts that protect our interest. Mm, mm. So it's a, it's a system up to uh, even the commercialization of these seminars. We, yeah. we, we, we don't know how much our means are sold. We, we, are, we are told we don't even know how much this company extracts every day because we, don't know, we have no capacity to monitor uh, the production, day production. So we are losing across different, uh, uh, different levels. So it's more about how do we build efficient uh, uh, systems of governance of natural yeah. resources Doctor, uh, that is transparent. Yeah. Dr. Kamemba, we're going to have to leave it there, unfortunately. Thank you so much for your time and your insights this evening. Incredibly invaluable stuff. Really, really do appreciate it. What are your thoughts on that? Have you seen the documentary? Do you think, as a continent, Africa, we may be able to rescue uh, what has been lost of the control we have over our minerals and our resources, particularly mine, uh, mines, the smuggling of diamonds and, 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 and gold into illicit markets? means that you and I as, as citizens of these countries are losing billions of dollars that could otherwise develop and improve the conditions and communities we live in.